signals for the Baltimore Colts. Unitas gives to Amici. The Colts are the world champions. Amici scores. That's amazing. Sensational. Dramatic. Heart-rending. Exciting. Thrilling finish in the history of college football. California has won the big game. Go crazy, folks. This is Phil Steele. This is Mike Burnham. This is Wes Durham. This is Mike Ashley. Woo, mercy, this is handsome Jimmy Vane, the boogie woogie man. Hey, guys, I'm ESPN's Marty Smith, and you're listening to Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to rock? Okay, let's do it. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460. Simulcasting on 710 WFNR. Streaming online at WRADradio.com and the TuneIn app for your phone. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Now your host, Rick Watson. Rick Watson. South Carolina. Working on less than two hours of sleep, but here I am on Groundhog Day just for you, the listening public. Call us up on the Baker Team Hotline, 639-4900. Text line's open for you at 744-2990. Andy Bitter at 735. We'll break down the Virginia Tech football schedule set up and look around the ACC. And Dwight Vick joins us at 835. So, get back last night and finally lay the old head down into bed a little after i don't know 2 15 this morning something like that alarm goes off less than two hours later or around two hours later yeah so on the way here rain turned into some snow showers I look outside the studios they've stopped now but hey that didn't stop our school systems from delaying all the way across the land. That's right. We have 
School delays for wet roads. And we haven't been able to do this in a while, but you remember our school delay theme? That's right. None other than Denise Williams herself in one of the most hideous songs that's ever been recorded. From, I believe, one of the most hideous movies ever made, Footloose. Right? Isn't this in Footloose as well? Here are your school closings and delays. Actually, they're all just delayed because, as I said, the roads are wet. So, hey. Locally here, Carroll County, two hours late, along with Craig County School. Go Rockets. Floyd County Public Schools. Oh, the Buffalo says it's been snowing too much to go out. Two hours late. Galax, two hours late. Giles County, two hours late. Grayson County, two hours late. The Hughes Education Center in Christiansburg, two hours late. Monroe County, West Virginia, three hours late. Oh, my God. And that right there is a vacation. Because that extra hour makes a huge difference. Gulaski County Schools, Montgomery County Schools, Radford City Schools, all two hours late. Smith County Schools, with County Schools. Valley Harvest Christian School, also two hours late. That's right. Because of a little snow squall mixed with rain, schools are delayed two hours throughout the region here. So, youngins, you get to sleep in. Today is Groundhog Day, and I'm looking for a volunteer to stop by the studio to be Puxatani Phil for me. You know, in the past, we've done that. And, you know, I don't have a producer now. (laughs) So, year one, it was uh, Logan, the producer, who went out. And he he stumbled. And as a matter of fact, I think he may have fallen down. But he did predict uh, then that uh, he did not see his shadow. So, we had a quicker beginning to spring, which we did. Now, Neil Leahy was the producer last year. He went out, and he was Mr. Winterboy. For I have no idea why. Every time I see him this time of year, he's wearing two beanies, two big jackets and gloves, yet he'll still say, hey, I like winter. And um, he tried very hard, and he did not see his shadow. And sure enough, it felt much warmer. Uh few weeks later so we've predicted it and i can't do it myself this time i could go out there during the break but it's not going to be nearly as much fun if i go out there during the break right then i would just go out there during a commercial walk around but you can't experience that and i don't want that that's no more that's no fun so if he may wants to stop by and be my puxatani feel we'll we'll watch you and we'll we'll describe it as we go here today (laughs) But I hope you're well. Glad we got back. Appreciate Chad Hyatt. He drove back, our head athletic trainer. Of course, on the road, he acts as uh, the sports information director as well. And Radford last night gutted out a win. You talk about back-to-back ugly wins. We had them. 
But you know what? They're wins. And Radford not only has won eight in a row, they won five straight road games. They beat Presbyterian 67-59. Daquan Smith, 21 points last night. He was our professional rehab associate's player of the game. And Darius Nichols Club now 15-9, 9-2, currently one half game behind UNC Asheville, who plays tonight on national television on the U against High Point. And I'm just telling you, it was a rock fight. It was a just struggle last night. But found a way to get it done. And really, that's all you're looking to do. And what a way to start February. Radford shot great, 56% percentage-wise. They were, they were outstanding. But there were a lot of little things they didn't do. Interior defense wasn't great. Perimeter defense was fine. Presbyterian just 2 of 16 from 3 last night. And that's not going to get it done. Right? So, the Highlanders able to get it done. And now, they welcome in Winthrop, who's playing very well on Saturday at 2 to try to make it 9 in a row. So we're down in Clinton, South Carolina. First of all, it's always great to drive south because the, the further south you go, and you're going southeast, man. You're going well, – you're, you're ended up about 55, 60 miles outside of Columbia, which is where Jen resides. Yeah, yeah. And, boy, you get out of the old van when you get to the hotel – Hang out with the dudes and have pregame meal. And I checked the temp. I said, man, it feels a little, it's almost a little, a little muggy down here. 70 degrees. It was 70 when I stepped out of the van walking into the hotel. Able to strip my sweat jacket. Wonderful feeling. And then you get to the gym, and that's all it is is a gym. I will not call the Templeton Center an arena because that does a disservice to all actual arenas throughout the country. It holds at capacity, I don't know, maybe 2,500. Think about your own high school gym, right, wherever you grew up. Daquan Smith said last night, yeah, this is almost like my high school gym. (laughs) He thinks that's why he played well. But I've been there many times, and the size of the place, okay, sometimes they can be a little quaint, right? Sometimes it can work out pretty well. Like, again, we had a small gym. Upstate's much smaller in capacity. It only holds like 1,000. But it's nicely done. Things are modern. Crowd was there. And, it's you know, it feels like a basketball game, even though it's, you know, it's short quarters and you don't have a lot of room to roam at all. Here, you had nothing. I mean, the community did not come out. And if not for the baseball and football teams, which sat in the sections behind me, I'm not sure there would have been 150 people at that game. Now, granted, they've lost 10 in a row now. They're having a tough year. But of all the years that Presbyterian has been part of the Big South, I've never seen it that empty. And then they have lights that are dark, so dark, and so many lights that were out. It's the darkest arena, or I'm sorry, gym. I broke my own rule. Gym. 
that I have been in in a long time. So much so the officiating crew, and I say that loosely considering it's the Big South, got together and they were up pointing at the lights. First thing they noticed, they came out and they were looking around. They looked at me and then they started counting lights that weren't working in the establishment. And I, th- I swear for about five minutes, it looked like they were having a discussion as to whether or not we were going to play the game. And I was getting ready to go ballistic. Oh, my goodness. I've driven all the way down here. <laughs> and we're not going to play. <laughs> but we did play. And the Highlanders found a way. No matter what league you're in, and no matter who you're playing, when you win five straight road games in conference, that's special. Now, you met all these kids, right? You met them all. We had Obinucci, Easy Okuda in the studio a couple weeks ago when we were getting ready for the season, right? We had them all in, and we got such great reaction. You got to hear these young men, and I hope you're feeling part of this, too, as they grow, because they kind of introduced themselves to you. They didn't have to do all that. They sat down here in the studio. They're like, I got to go on a radio show? What's, you know, what am I going to do? And as they got, they got into it, and they love being able to introduce themselves. And they kind of made themselves a part of the community even more so. So I hope you can feel their growth, because I think you're a part of it, too, because we heard so many great things in response. This is a great group of kids. And I'm so happy for them to see them developing like they are into this team. Now, I don't know where it's going to end up, Right. I don't know how this thing's going to go, but right now it is a lot of fun watching this group. <laughs> Tony's asking, did I have to hold my cell phone up? No, they actually had, Tony, what I needed to broadcast through my in-studio sounding mechanism. It's called a Comrex Access, by the way. It utilizes the Ethernet, and it sounds as if you and I are talking side-by-side side as if we were in the living room. No, they actually had that. That stuff was working just fine. It was just, you know, the thing surrounding trying to play a college basketball game. That was the kind of the thing that was in question. But the officials, they, they were looking at the lights, and then they just didn't, they didn't follow up on it. They didn't go over and meet with anybody. They just kind of shrugged it off. They realized, well, we're here now, too. Because Clinton, South Carolina is not an easy thing to get to. I mean, the roads aren't bad. You hit 85 South, you're on that for a while. There was a detour, so you had to stay on there. And then you get on to 26 East and you drive for a little while. Oh, Tony meant the the cell phone light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had to have the cell phone light the whole time just to see my score sheet. By the way, there are a few guarantees in life. Every politician lies, right? Death, taxes, Selma Hayek's internal hotness. And my running score that I keep during a college basketball game, which I have done since I was doing high school games with Rick Cormany in the Radford Bobcats gym, absolutely infallible. And last night it came into play again, and I'm very proud to say that at one point, We had a discrepancy on the official score when we had a three-pointer that was contested. Darius Nichols said, no, it was a three. They called it a two. 
We played a couple of minutes. They went through to the media timeout, and the officials, like they do, and rightfully so, they wait until the next media, and they went back and they watched it. So they called it a two. Originally on the scoreboard, they had said it was a two because that's what the official had called. But when they went up and said, no, it was a two, all of a sudden Radford had a point taken away. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. See, you didn't give us the third point to begin with, so the score is right. You just took one away. So we played a few minutes with the score being wrong, and Darius is going nuts. But Sean Leinberger comes over, and I know Sean. He's a veteran official. And he knows I keep this running score. He and I had talked about this running score one time when they were at Radford. He was looking over, and he likes to come over. You know, officials like to come over and hang out, and sometimes they'll just talk to whomever they're beside. And I told him what it was. So he goes, hey, what do you have? <laughs> so I show him. I go, well, no, we were, my score was right. At the time, it was 61-55. They had taken away a point. It was 60-55. to Again, the infallible Rick running score, ballpoint pen, piece of paper, infallible. And somehow that amount of technology keeping the score felt pretty apropos being in that facility last night that I think wants to harken back to the 1940s because it was not much of a basketball environment. But nonetheless, Radford conquered it. They will put it away, and they get ready for a very hot Winthrop team coming in on Saturday. Hope you're well wherever you might be. It's a Groundhog Day. We'll be back. I was listening to the broadcast, and I was wondering, what exactly is it? You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk. More BDSD next on WRAD. separated I just walked outside of our studios here in Fairlawn there's absolutely no precipitation falling. Anything that fell early is already melting off the vehicles. Yet every school in our region is two hours late. <laughs> I remember setting up at Pulaski County High School in the Commons area up there in the middle of the day, and it'd be snowing, and you look down, it already snowed some in the morning. There may have been an inch or two on the ground. I remember sitting there with my group. This was after weightlifting football, and we were like, Think we'll get to go home? And I can remember guys going, I don't know. We'll probably have to get four or five inches before they'll call school. <laughs> now, whoa, wait, what? Oh, my God, there's a snow squall. Shut it down. Shut it down. Amazing. Amazing. But, hey, kids, good for you. You get to sleep a little later this morning here on this Thursday. Andy Bitter and Dwight Vick. 
joining us later on in the program. Hope you're well. We'd like to hear from you. Text line 744-2990. I had a text last night asking me a question. You have to pick one. He sent me, I believe it was four television shows. One I've never even heard of. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us here on this Thursday. It's two hours sleep, Rick. Actually, a little less. Be my Puxatani field this morning, too. We'll be back. one of the first ones. I felt so good Like anything was possible Hit cruise control 639-4900 is the Baker Team hotline Text line 744-2990 Yes, all schools in the listening area are two hours late. I mean, every one of them. You, you won't find one that's not two hours late because when one does it, the others feel obligated. So then they pile on. And even though it's not doing anything outside and the roads are clear, by the way, traffic moving very well <laughs> because after all, the roads are just a little wet. No word yet on if schools are going to go ahead and delay and or shut down on Friday due to excessive sunshine coming through the windows. And we just don't want to expose the kids to that. Amazing. Anyway, Highlanders get the win last night, 67-59. Big, big dub for Darius Nichols' club. I love his perspective. Now, he doesn't like it when I – on post games. It's great. It's good-natured and it's fun. But we've developed this – if I start spitting out too many numbers or too many things – (laughs) <laughs> he just looks at me every game. And now I'm doing it intentionally just to get the reaction a little bit. He's just like, uh, here you go again. Last night he goes, ah, you give me all these stats. Look, all I know is we just won the game. Some things we got to fix. We're going to watch it on the bus going home and all this. And uh, I just kind of grinned at him and he grinned at me. And I said, Congratulations, Coach. We got to go. Yeah, the next one's Winthrop. And that's really all it is. The next one's Winthrop. It's funny. I had three text messages. I, wow. Tony sent one, and then everybody, everybody's saying, what happened to the old one-hour delay? Why is it always two hours? Oh, well, you know, it gives you an extra, it gives you an extra hour. Got to have that extra hour. Yeah. Like, for instance, today, I mean, Tony, you can't have one hour because then – It'll be the exact same an hour later because, you know, this stuff stopped about 30 minutes ago. (laughs) 
<sighs> yeah, schools are, are delayed this morning. Come see us on Saturday against Winthrop. And then national TV, the next two home games. Next Thursday against Gardner-Webb, who's playing really well. And then the next Thursday against Asheville. Asheville's on ESPNU tonight against High Point. And they're trying to go to uh, 10-1 and in the league. Right now they're half a game ahead of Radford at 9-1. and Radford's 9-2 and after this eight-game win streak. I think when you see a team doing things well, I'm going to single out one guy because he didn't have a great game last night. Okay, here's how it works. If you see successful basketball teams in February heading into March, right? Brian Antoine, the five-star, former five-star who transferred from Villanova. You met him here on the show. Saturday, he was the reason Radford won the game against Upstate. He had 21 points. He hit the 25-foot three with three seconds to go. He was just, and defensively, I mean, he was blazing. He was just the guy. Last night, get to the gym, Radford comes out, and you know how shooters do. You get to a game, whether you're at Radford game or a Tech game or a high school game, you know, they have warm-ups. And shooters will go around the world, kind of like you'd like to do and I would like to do, but we can't make enough of them, so we don't. (laughs) <laughs> he's standing outside the three-point line and he's a good three two three steps four you know he's just and I started watching him and I realized he made the first three or four then he made the next five or six and I'm thinking he's made 10 in a row he's made 15 in a row and he goes all the way around the world he knocks down 17 straight okay and then last night when the game gets going, he can't make a shot. He finishes with seven points. He was two of six from the field. All right? But I single him out because Brian Antoine is not worried about getting his. He didn't care about getting his. He ends up with five rebounds. He ends up with two assists. He had... He got credit for one steal. He had more than that. He had six deflections in the game. Six of them. And I'm thinking, here's a guy who was one of the top 25 recruits in the country. He's battled all these injuries. He's been hurt this year. He's missing shots. He's the first guy back on defense. He's the first guy in the huddle applauding, encouraging his teammates. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's the epitome there. I played the song by Hot Chocolate, Everyone's a Winner, to open the show. That guy's a winner. And that's the mindset that's permeating right now with Radford. And look, this isn't a prediction of how they're going to do. I mean, Winthrop's been playing well. They might come down here and shoot 75% on Saturday and beat the Highlanders. Who knows? That's why you play these games. But right now during this streak, on the long ride home, Talking to Chad, I'm thinking, yeah, that's, that's what it's about right there. That's what teams do. That's why it's a team sport. Onibuchi Easy Okuda, right? He got sick. He hasn't been in the starting lineup since. 
Comes off the bench last night, 28 minutes, five for five from the field. Didn't miss a three. Hasn't once complained about not starting. Shaq Jules was a starter. He hadn't started in over a month. Comes off the bench, 8.7 rebounds last night. I mean, that doesn't happen by accident. That happens because of great coaching. And Darius Nichols and his staff deserve a lot of credit. Because Darius coaches this team the way he was coached by Rick Cormany, John Beeline, and Bobby Huggins. All right? Never satisfied. And always keeping that immediate play in front of you. Last night was a situation where Radford had won seven in a row. PC had lost nine in a row. And everybody's looking at that. And instead of looking about what's going on during the game, and they almost got burned. Presbyterian almost pulled that thing out of the fire. Got to remember, it's that immediate game. Don't, t- don't worry about what you take into the game. Worry about how the game and what you're going to take out of the current matchup. All right, so I had a text last night. If I could only watch one, and three of the choices, I know what it is. One of the choices, I don't even know what it is. All right, here we go. $6 million man. Remember Chips, the California Highway Patrol with Ponch and John, Magnum P.I., and something called Justify. All right, so make fun of me all you want. What the hell is Justify? (laughs) I, I sincerely don't know what Justified is. But it doesn't really matter to me what Justified would be because this was an easy answer for me. If I could only watch one, come on. I mean, all day. All day. From that list, anyway. One. This is it. I mean, I'm watching Magna P.I. morning, maybe after lunch, a couple times in the evening. But I really, I I don't know what justified is. And and I'm not putting it down. I just don't know what it is. (laughs) So I do like things like this. These are fun. I do appreciate the text. And then it says on this box that they have a picture of it. Justified the complete series. Really? Okay. I just, I don't know what it is. And I like chips. And of course, we've referenced Six Million Dollar Man a lot. The Bigfoot episodes, they helped shape me as a child, <laughs> to be honest, with Andre the Giant. But yeah, you give me Magnum P.I., come on. Come on. That's what I'm watching right there. All day, every day. Give me the red Ferrari. Give me the Hawaiian beach line. Give me my mansion. 
Give me my obnoxious caretaker, who, by the way, was also Robin Masters. Give me all the adventures, all the beautiful women who came out and interacted. Give me that. That's what I want. Mike from Bedford, what do you think about that new Magnum? Oh, my God, Mike. I haven't even watched it. The reviews have been so bad. It was such a bad conceptual disaster to begin with. No. I, it's it, Some things you don't acknowledge, like Caddyshack 2, you don't acknowledge. The second Smokey and the Bandit didn't happen. Rocky Five never happened. <laughs> Just... It just, these were things that were actually made that you never need to see. You don't need to acknowledge their existence. The Magnum PI made for TV update. No, no, it's, no. It just reaffirms, Mike, that Hollywood is completely out of ideas. Or admitting, hey, we don't have any creative prowess now so let's just go back and let's cut and paste and see if we can pull that off again no no that's called catching lightning in a bottle with tom seller he just had a birthday last week by the way and the dude still just looks great he's in his 70s amazing yeah don't 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 try to remake just just stop you know that's what you want to tell these just stop don't don't do it just don't do it what other sequels do we not acknowledge major league two i mean just just don't just don't do it because they're all bad they're all just blatant money grabs But I don't know what this other show is, Justified. I don't, I don't know. And I don't think it belongs in that group. Whoever put that together, it wasn't the texture. I think it was already there. But yeah, Chips, that makes sense. Same era, Magnum P.I., Six Million Dollar Man, you're coming out of that era, and something called Justified. <laughs> I'm still, no one has chimed in what Justified is. Oh my God, there was a Chips movie? I just got a text message. We don't acknowledge the Chips movie. There was a Chips movie? Really? I missed that. When did that come out? I feel like I got to look all this stuff up. Wow. (laughs) Uh, One more question. Can somebody explain why school buses have chains if they're not going to use them? (laughs) that's right every school's two hours late by the way uh again traffic moving swimmingly well any precip stopped over 45 minutes ago but hey everybody (laughs) same texture said yeah it's a terrible movie the chips movie okay well i appreciate that The, the peeps are pretty good they really are Peeps are pretty good about telling me when things are good and bad. I usually take your advice. I do. I do. (laughs) 
God, I didn't even know Chips had a movie. How did I miss that? Man, I'm out of touch. I really am. I don't. I just miss all this stuff. I guess because I don't watch a lot of movies. Because movies are pretty much crap now. But Chips had a movie. Woo, that had to be awful. I don't even know who was in it. It's got to be awful. i got to look this up now. I mean, this has thrown me for a loop that I didn't know this. It's Groundhog Day today. If anybody wants to go outside when the sun rises, let me know whether or not you see your uh, shadow. Call me up or send me a text. So that's going to be, you're going to be my Puxatani Phils this morning. The Chips movie. Good Lord, it came out in 2017? Yeah, I guess it's true. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little older. I don't know who Dak Shepard is. Michael Pena? Seems like I've heard of Michael Pena. So he played Ponch. Dax Shepard played John. Eric Estrada made a cameo in the thing. 2017? That thing is... Five years old plus? <laughs> no idea. If you go by Rotten Tomatoes, which you is you can't really rely on that because they pay critics to push things they like, you know. But anyway, this one's real. Nineteen percent of the reviews, positive reviews, and only forty percent of the audience. Forty five percent actually. I find it hard to believe 45% of the people who watched the Chips movie walked out of there satisfied. You must really have some issues with your life if you're walking out of there. I can just tell. Wow. Well, I appreciate the knowledge. See there? I try to drop some knowledge on you from time to time. That's one I did not know about. Thank you. And I'll never see it. (laughs) Ever. All right, we're wrapping up hour one. We've got Andy Bitter. I'll ask Andy if he's seen the Chips movie. Getting back in the wee hours this morning, but nonetheless here with you on a Thursday. Highlanders, winners of eight in a row. Stay with us. More coming up. Wrapping up hour one when we return. You're not off the leash yet. We're happy to have you with us and hope you'll come back often. Big Dog Sports Talk will be right back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on WRAD. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. What is dedication? 
my daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. If there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. My dad wasn't around. And I remember riding a bike and falling off and cutting myself. And me never just wanting to get back on it. People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike? And you didn't. I didn't teach them. I just created an environment where they taught themselves. And all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage, my husband. He didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye opener and it, I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved it, but I love it 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. This guy's awesome, baby. Rick Watson, he's awesome, baby, with a capital A. You, really you know, David Teal's right, by the way. How in the world is Dick Vitale in the Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame, but Billy Packer is not? Billy Packer actually played at a high level, too, in college. Come on, man. Jeez. <laughs> Can that not be the case? But in any event. All right, coming up, uh, hour number two. It's gotten to the point to where, I mean, I'm going to be completely transparent to you. With getting less than two hours of sleep, it's, it's, I'm actually almost napping during breaks. My ears catch the return music just with enough time to come back. <laughs> Andy Bitter joins us at 7.35, and then uh, Dwight Vick at 8.35. It's uh, Groundhog Day today, Puxatani Field. They'll do all the pomp and circumstance. They'll have the dude and the tux and the hat. And then inevitably they're going to say that he saw his shadow. Every year it's the same because they don't want to vibe against the calendar. Oh, guess what? Six more weeks of winter. Yeah, that's because that's what the calendar says it's going to be. It doesn't mean that's actually what's going to happen. Whereas we've been right here on the show the last two years. Won't be able to do it this year, apparently. All right, we'll be back. Hour two, don't go away.